Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. From the halls of assembly, you'll hear us scream and shout. Our love of Indiana is manic and devout. Archie and his boys, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Good afternoon, Eric. Good afternoon, Ward. Very weird for us to be doing an afternoon podcast from your garage. Yeah, it's raining, which is also weird. It's raining in L.A., which is weird. Uh, Obviously, the big story in the world is that uh, my son Julian was in Anything Goes and really kicked ass as a musical. He really did well. He's a talented kid. (laughs) That's not the biggest story. Obviously, it's the coronavirus, which, being Thursday right now, all the news broke over the last 24 hours. The NBA season was suspended. Disneyland is closed. Disneyland is closed. Major League Baseball pushback spring training. NHL is suspended. And, of course, for us college basketball fans, the saddest news, but probably the most prudent, is that the NCAA tournament, both men's and women's, has been canceled, which is depressing for a ton of reasons. I'm still in shock. Like, I think it'll be sometime tonight... When I just realize it's over. I know. And I, and it's so precious to us. The season, that the the handful of hours a year we get to actually watch our boys play and that this this year we were going to get to keep playing. I know, and we were gonna get to hear our name called on selection Sunday, which has Eric happened. and Ward. <laughs> yeah. Uh the first time in four years we were gonna be able to hear Indiana, see that name on the screen next to a seated number. Uh, it's really sad. And more than anything, I feel terrible for Deron Davis and Devontae Green, who will now go down as the only senior class that didn't make that didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but I think there's a real asterisk by that because they would have. They earned yes, it. But I'm just talking about from a from an experiential right. place, they didn't get to do it. Right. And it's really sad. It and is. I know there's a lot of cr- critique that could go around about the players and the team, but these guys busted their butts. They stuck with this program for four years. They went through a coaching change, which is extremely difficult. They stuck around for a coach who did not recruit them. And And look, it is something where all we've sort of hoped for with the new regime is is progress and with the number of wins the level of competition in the conference this year uh, some of the non-conference wins uh, that end up look pretty good at this point at what is now the conclusion of the season this team took a step forward this year like look at where we ended up in Ken Palm everything is trending in the right direction is it slower than we want to yes we're Indiana basketball fans of course it is but to have made this step collectively, Hoosier Nation, and of course the people actually doing the work, the coaches and the trainers and the managers and the players, for them not to get that reward of playing in front of a cheering crowd 
well, first of all, just to see the name pop up on Selection Sunday. Totally, that experience. We would have gotten to see a behind-the-scenes video of everybody cheering and being happy. And these kids, along with these these grown-ups whose job it is to, to get these kids to this point in their life, to have that taken away from them, it, it's, it's a bummer. Is it a game, and is it less important than what's going on in the world in terms of the, the, the real scale of the human tragedy that's unfolding? Yes, but at the end of the day, th- basketball is, for all intents and purposes, what these people eat, live, it's breathe, what they've dedicated sleep. their life to. Yeah. And, and by the way, both things can be true. Absolutely. You know, the coronavirus and the tragedy is heartbreaking, and it is awful, and it is going to affect millions of people, uh, not just the ones that, that unfortunately pass away from it, but the economies that are, that are crushed because of it, the people whose jobs are dependent on hourly wages that get laid off because of it. It, it is an awful, awful thing. And also, these kids that busted their asses, that worked really hard for one, two, three, or four years and don't get a chance to realize that dream, that's sad. Mm-hmm. And, and both things can be true. And to follow up on what you said on Ken Palm, and, uh, and I've been a Ken Palm guy from the jump. In 2018, Archie's first year, Indiana finished in the Ken Palm rankings, ranking 71st overall. And our offense was ranked 92, and our defense was ranked 65. Last year, we took a step up. We finished 52, so jumped up about 20 spots. Offense was ranked 82, and defense was ranked 32. Good progress in both. And this year, now that the season is officially over, we end up ranked 34th in Kempom, 65th in offense. So the, the offense, not a huge jump. Did, I, did it jump? Yeah, it jumped from the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And defense finished at 26th. That's, so the, that is that is like objective progress. Objective progress. Uh, numbers don't tell the whole story because clearly some of this is affected by the schedule and who you play and the way the Big Ten teams play offense and the way the game is called. But it's progress, and we won more games this year than we did last year, and we would have made the tournament. So it's not as much progress as we all have been clamoring for, but it it's on the right path. And well, look, and I it's feel our bad j- for the kids. It's our job as fans to be like, well, we'll be satisfied when the next banner hangs up. Yeah, we got to hold them accountable. But 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 there is there is there is patience, reasonable patience within that. And hey, like this, you know, and these kids coming in, you know, it's 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 sad to see the seniors go. But as we're about to talk to one of these kids coming in, I feel. I already felt good before we did this interview about the kids coming in, but wow, do we now? have a treat for you listeners. Uh, the other thing that we should just quickly touch on, I think, is we did get the opportunity to be on Dan Dockich's radio show earlier today. We did. And I just want to touch on it because I know when we had... Dockich on our show, and I do call him Coach Dockich because when I went to Bobby Knight's basketball school in 1985, 86, 87, around that time, I remember the exact years. When I went, Dan Dockich was the assistant coach of Indiana University, and he was coach. And he looked out for you. And he did, and he was nice to me as a kid when I was homesick. So he'll always be Coach Dockich to me. Now, I know that there are people that didn't like when we interviewed him, and there were people that responded on Twitter today when we went on his show. 
I do not agree with everything that Dan Dockage says. Ward, do you agree with everything Dan Dockage says? No, and he doesn't want people to, because what fun would that be? Right. I wish he wouldn't say some things that I find really harsh and unnecessary about certain players that have played or the coaching staff that we have. I like the coaching staff that we have. I hope they get us back to glory. But he's been good to us. He's been supportive of us. He's helped spread the word about our podcast. Well, And, and he gave 17 years to Indiana University. Respect. Four years as a player, or maybe more. Oh, four years as a player, uh, 12 years with Coach Knight, and another year when he came back under the Samson regime. He, he, he deserves me, respect for that. And and to me, it's there are other former players we've talked to that left Indiana University under not the best circumstances or, or have had fallings out. And I guess to me, I don't know how it helps the program currently or, uh, you know, the program in the future to... To, to be at war with somebody who ultimately what I thought we discovered in in our podcast with him when he came on the show is deep down, he still says we. He still identifies as a Hoosier. And I just feel the more we can try to keep the family together even if somebody like it's it's really going to be hard for him especially with everything that you know went down with coach Knight coming back and stuff like that I don't feel like it's our job to say nope you're out you're right, out right we're, no you, we're we're only about the the people who are in and everybody else says is in I just am more of of somebody who feels like inclusion helps the program more than getting into Twitter wars with people. Agreed. I think what to play the devil's advocate, I think some people will say, well, he's gone to war against Indiana. Maybe. Sometimes, yes. but other times No, I mean, he not. sent out tweets yesterday about how well he thought Indiana played. And, like, he was saying he was predicting that Indiana was going to, like, win the Big Ten tournament. Well, and, and he I, thought that they were playing a lot better, even in the loss to Wisconsin. And, and at this point... He's uh, somebody who gets paid, I would assume, fairly well, not to be an Indiana fan, but to be an entertainer, entertainer, interesting radio, controversial radio. That's kind of the age we live in. And, you know, I, I, I get that he he is playing that game well. And it's it's for us. We're sort of bridging these two worlds of entertainment, media, and the IU program that I, I just I, I want everybody to get along. And I know that's not realistic at this point for, but it is for, for him and a lot of, of, of our listeners and IU fans. And I respect their decision not to get behind him or support him or listen to him. Or even if they don't want to listen when we're on his show or he comes on this one, I get it. I respect it, and I would never tell you of that's course. not fair. But you know where we're coming from. It's it's uh, you know it's it's fun and and interesting. Yeah, and he's never attacked us. Now, if he attacks us, well, then all glo you know the gloves come off. <laughs> but look, I, I again, I just go back to he gave 17 years to Indiana. Uh, he's an important voice in the IU community, even though it's one that could be caustic and polarizing. But uh, 
you know, we had a good time on his show. He was really nice to us. He brought us on to be stupid and, and, and bring some levity to an otherwise depressing day. And if you listened to that, I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't listen to it, you can go to his podcast page and, and pull it from, from Thursday of last week. And uh, I just wanted to touch on that before we get into a really fun interview. Oh! What? What? We forgot something. What did we forget? How are you going to do this? Um, before, we, before we get into a really fun interview, but... Whoa, there you peek. Do that again. Before we get into a really fun interview, but... Yes. Before we do that, yes. we forgot one thing. What? That we're... Wait. Was what it, is it? You had mentioned it earlier. Steamed by? Uh, motored by. Motor electrified by electrified by <laughs> Yep, that was it. <laughs> Jeff Dix <laughs> calling Jeff Dix. I got nothing. I, I hope that I hope you can transition that into the intro. Yeah, no problem. I got it. Who's your hysterics? Who's your hysterics? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another Hoosier Hysterics podcast where we talk to cool people. And today, it's not one cool person we're talking to. It's two. Eric, who we got on the line? Well, before we say specifically who we have on the line, as most people who listen to us know, so much of our podcast is about the past of Indiana. What happened before? What happened? The legends, the legacy, the history. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, we get real lucky and we get to talk to... The future. The future. And today <laughs> is one of those days. Please, everybody, get excited, because we today are talking to a member of the 2020 recruiting class. We're talking to a gentleman who exploded onto the college basketball recruiting scene in short time, became like a recruiting superstar. Indiana jumped in to grab him. We're going to get into all of that. By way of now, you have to correct me if I pronounce this wrong. Is it Concord or Concord, New Hampshire? No, it's by way of Newark, New Jersey. Oh, oh. I like it already. <laughs> I like yes. it already. You got to fix some website uh, information out there. There's some it's misinformation. Out of, con- out of control. <laughs> out of control. By way of Newark, New Jersey, correct? Yes. And correct. playing his high school basketball the last three years for St. Paul's School. We last, have last four, years. Last, last four years. Last four years. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do this over. You are I mean, this butchering is brutal. This. <laughs> By the way, I I read something. I read. Oh, look, we're just gonna ruin the introduction here. But Jordan, I read something online where you were quoted as saying the last three years of playing high school basketball at St. Paul's. Yeah, I went the last three years of playing varsity high school basketball. Oh, all right, we're gonna. Yes, I was JV in my freshman year. All right, well now I'm gonna have to redo that. By way of Newark, New Jersey, and four years, a four-year veteran of St. Paul's School, three years playing varsity basketball, a recruiting yes. superstar who exploded onto the scene. We have Jordan Geronimo and his mother Dawn. All right. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Welcome, guys. We're super glad to have you here. Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having us. 
All right. So before we get into like your whole story, Jordan and Don, we just we like to start off almost every podcast with what's going on right now. So to let people know what uh, the time frame is that we're doing this today is Thursday and literally every tournament today got canceled in college basketball. The Big Ten tournament got canceled. All the conference tournaments got canceled. And just within the last hour, the NCAA tournament got canceled. Jordan, what is your uh, feeling uh, being a basketball fan and, of course, looking to Indiana where you're going to be next year? What's your feeling on all this craziness going on right now? Jordan Jordan just missed that because his brother was yelling and calling him. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, I mean, what in the world? He had to tell him. He had to go tell him to pipe it down that he's doing an interview. <laughs> well, what, what do you What do you think, Mom? What What does Don think about all this madness? The, another kind of March madness. Well, I, I think it's sad, you know, but we have to be cautious. Um, we have to take care of this, um, and um, I wish it could be something different because Jordan had also a lot of commitments that I was really looking forward to. Um, sure. We had made plans to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. On April 3rd, um, Jordan was going to be playing in the big baller brand um, All-American game. Ah. And we were so excited. We got our tickets and everything, and then this happened. And we just got an email this morning that they're going to postpone it until June. Oh, that and sucks. So, um, yeah, and so also my daughter, she um, she's an at, at D1 athlete also at the University of Virginia. And they she rose. Oh, wow. Um, actually, they've won the ACC in the last two years. And this year, they were looking for that, you know, another championship. And they've worked so hard. And they were just told their season um, is the wash, that they would not be oh. um, finishing the season. Then they just need to declare themselves national champions. That's right. Get, their, <laughs> oh, well, get, get dibs on that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll take it. <laughs> so, John, what is your daughter's name? Her name is Emiliana Geronimo. Uh, Emiliana. And what is your other son's name who is yelling at Jordan and preventing him oh, from doing our his interview? Name, his name is Jose. Got it. Now, is Jordan back with us? Yes, he is. Yeah, all right. He's so, Jordan, right what do you think about all the craziness with all these tournaments being canceled? The NCAA tournament being canceled? The college yeah. basketball season is over. What's your take? Yeah, like it's not really crazy. It's all happening super fast, too, but... Uh... I've seen like like a lot of people talk about it, and like they all just keep saying the same thing: like it's bigger than basketball. And right. like you know, although it's a sad thing, you know, tournament tournaments get canceled, all that stuff. Like it's really important for us to you know, to to be healthy. And this is this may be sad, but I guess it might be the best case scenario because you know people like these like these like decisions aren't really like easy decisions. So no. like. They know what they're doing with this. So, all right. First, like you know, you're right, but you sound way too smart. You're you're way too young <laughs> to sound this smart and mature. What's up with all the maturity? Well, yeah, I mean, but, come but, on. Let me, but let me, uh, Eric. I have a different take on all of this. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> my take is now I'm going to have um, me and my husband. We're both around. My husband's six three and a half. I'm six six one, and all of our kids are taller than us. Yes. <laughs> And so now I'm going to have all the kids home eating, eating everything. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I hope you made a trip to Costco already. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, Jordan has been home for two weeks, and he was going to be going back next week. And now he's going to be home. 
Month. I'm like, um, my food bill is going to be crazy. I know. Well, you, Jordan, Jordan better start. Uh, maybe Jordan gets a summer job before going to Indiana. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, let's let's go back for a second, because all these athletic children, uh, if I did better research than Eric and I have accurate information, aren't you a Hall of Fame athlete yourself, Don? Oh, so long ago. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, so do do yeah. tell us about your glory days. Well, um, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> class of '87, University of North Carolina. Um, oh well, was, that's uh, okay, I guess. I was ace, ace, I was rookie of the year in the ACC. Wow. Um, I've got I've got MVP of the ACC tournament. No kidding. I, um, yeah, I had a really bad injury during the end of the year, of my junior year. But um, I had um, I had some really good years. I was all ACC. I've gotten Defensive Player of the Year before. I've I've let him block shots for almost over twenty years. Somebody six seven <laughs> took my record. <laughs> oh no, good. Were you upset when that record got broken? Be honest. I know the nice thing to say um, is, oh, I was so happy for the new person. But come on, you were not happy. No, for that person. no. I, I like to see that I've, I've had my glory days. I like to see the young kids. I like to see the future, you know, keep yeah. it going. Let me tell you something. I won the gold medal in bowling among Jewish eight, uh, teenagers, 13 to 15, in like 1992. And I have, uh-huh. a, I have a record, and I don't want any Jewish person between the ages of 13 to 15 <laughs> in the Midwest region to ever break that record, Look, ever. And if may- they do, I'm going to be upset about it. Maybe, maybe that's because that's your only record. Whoa. Wow. Jordan, what is going on over there? I like this family. (laughs) All right. So now we know she can talk some trash. Right. Got to. ACC. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I give it to Jordan all the time. Oh, well, we we want to get into that. I always, yeah, I always, you know, try to advise him, and he's not hearing a lot of what I say sometimes, <laughs> and I have to let him know. I said, I, you know, I, I did my dirt. I said, you catch up, do yours, you know. So, Jordan, <laughs> when you're playing basketball, and yeah. and like a game, you come back from the game. Does your mom let you have it if you did not play well? Does she like give oh, you oh notes? Oh my goodness! Even if I like play well, like there's always something that she got to say like like there's some critique no it's but always like, positive criticism that's word, what it's called like word like <laughs> i always like appreciate it though because like sometimes i need like that person to tell me what I, I could do better but like <laughs> it was actually uh i had a game against tilton i had 32 that game i called my mom i was like mom i dropped 32 points the first thing she uh, she said like, it wasn't enough it wasn't enough oh uh, you gotta rebound more you gotta do this you gotta do that. <laughs> because they- because they lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love we lost you, Don. In a buzzer beater layup. I mean, like, you know, things happen. Those things happen. Like, I, I think I had 32 and like like 11, 12 rebounds, and like I had a great game. But like, the first you thing she said was, was, was something negative. Lost. Like, I, I mean, it. like, I, 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 like, I, I actually appreciate it. You know what I mean? Because, you because know, like she, she's wise. You know, she. She did her thing, quote-unquote did her thing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, listen to you, quote-unquote, quote-unquote. You, know, you just got to say she did her thing, man. You can't say quote-unquote. This she's is the one yeah, yeah. thing. She's got to feed you yeah. for the next couple months. Yeah. Well, he, he tells me the reason I did good because it was so long ago, and back then nobody was really, you know. Wow. <laughs> they claimed that, you know, it wasn't as challenging, but they don't know. No, they don't know. They, they don't realize how hard it was back then when we played. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> when Eric Bold and Don was winning yeah, defensive exactly. player of the year. You know, you know how oily those lanes were back then? So... <laughs> So I feel like we've got a good origin story here. Often we'll ask a, a a player, you know, when did they discover the game of basketball? I have a feeling maybe the two of you conspire to introduce uh, Jordan to the game of basketball. Jordan, do you remember uh, when you were a, a youngster and, and mom started coaching you up or did you come to it yourself? Um, Like basketball has always been a part of my life, like as long as I can remember, like, I was I was been a part of like like a plenty of like little leagues that you know. We had tickets up. to the New York Liberty. Yeah, like we had a, a um, annual tickets to the New York Liberty. I would take them. Um, I named him his name Jordan. I named him after Michael Jordan. That is. Oh, I have to tell you, that's that's a true story. I thought it was he was named after Jordan Hulls, who played for Indiana a few years back. That's what I thought. Mm, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the math. Let's correct the, that. Let's correct that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the math doesn't really work out either. Um, so so uh, he is named after Jordan. You were named after the greatest player to ever play basketball, besides your mother. And so, what kind of? Uh, did that does that put a pressure on you as a kid? Did you grow up knowing that you were named after the greatest player to ever play? I mean, I always had the knowledge that I was named after Michael Jordan, but like, it was never like, you know, like I, I, I was never pressurized by it. Like, it, it didn't really phase me to like, you know, like I had to like, you know, be this great player like Michael Jordan, but um, it never really phased me. So, yeah. What's 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 so funny is I the my first child I wanted to be. Jordan and it was a it was a girl my daughter Emiliana and I was like this is Jordan my husband's like no this is Emiliana that's his mother's name <laughs> it's a beautiful like, name it's a beautiful, beautiful name. name even though Jordan so like, would wow. work for a female yes and then I had my other my other son and I said here's my Jordan he said no this is Jose after me and I'm like oh my gosh and then I finally <laughs> got my Jordan and I was so happy to get my Jordan and this is this is Jordan this is where you got so now the first name is obviously an incredible story, named after the greatest basketball player of all time. Your last name, Geronimo. <laughs> yeah. You you do realize you are blessed with maybe the greatest name ever. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Geronimo for three is it just, a. It, it just rolls off the tongue. It just makes me happy. <laughs> just just take a just take a second and listen to this. Okay, just I want you to hear this. Finnessy yeah. dribbles to the right side, coming off a screen. Jordan Geronimo, ball hits him right in the chest. He shoots. Jordan Geronimo for three. <laughs> I, I think it's, I mean, and maybe you're already getting this in, in high school, but is there a lot of, like, Geronimo? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yeah. There. Actually, once once that song came out, it was like, say Geronimo. Once it oh, came yeah. out, say my life was a nightmare. Geronimo. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. You're growing up. Obviously, this is after the 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 prime of Michael Jordan. I guess he was almost retired by the time you came into the world. Have you gone back and watched, you know, highlights and and even some games of exactly why he was the greatest? Of course, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's Michael Jordan, so like I had to study some of some of his games. So like, I've like watched clips of him, like 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 even today, I just watched clips of him and see like him work because you know that's that's what he's known for so totally yeah. the work ethic so don tell us what kind of kid was jordan like when he was five six seven years oh. old how would you have described him <laughs> jordan was 
it's so funny because we have three kids and Jordan's the youngest. And so um, Jordan has always been the quietest. He will watch my other two act crazy and just sit back and take everything in. <laughs> um, he's probably one of the, one of the most humble. Um, he's always been a good student. Uh, he, um, that's why he's in boarding school. He was, um, that's why he got into the boarding school in, uh, Concord, New Hampshire. He graduated with like third in your class or something like that. Wow. And, um, nice. Yeah. Always a good student. And so, um, he's a, he's a really good kid. I'm so proud of him. He's never given me any trouble with school or anything. I've never had to say, do your homework. You know, he's always, um, been a, a, a good, good achiever. Uh, I have some really good video of him before he went to high school. Huh? Yeah, the video is. I love this video because video? he had the video where <laughs> you won all the awards. Oh, no, they had no. award. I mean, this, he has like this. The last year he got at least ten awards because of academics, student council, you know, athletic award. And I videotaped him and I interviewed him. And he was saying how he was going to be going to high school in St. Paul's and he was going to make his own way and all this <laughs> stuff. And so it's so cute. He has a suit tie on. He's, he's oh, so you gotta, uh, you've got to get this video and convert it to a place oh, where we can whoa, put whoa, it whoa, out whoa. there. Yes. Oh, that video that video could be a moneymaker. Yes. Let's, let's all slow down. It's yeah. a great video, though. No, it's a great video. But he's always been a good kid. We had him playing ball. At three, we lied and say he was uh, five. I actually got the poster still of when he uh, played uh, for with the um, what was that the uh, the Newark um, uh, uh, a YMCA or uh, a uh, boys and girls club. Uh, I have tried to have my kids participate as much as possible, and um, he played also at the elementary at his elementary school. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. now this sounds like okay, great. You're getting the 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 kiddo into sports at an early age, uh, get the skill set, learn about being a good teammate and all that stuff. But it also sounds like you guys like to have a good time. How important was it as Jordan developed into becoming the basketball player we're all excited to see come to Bloomington next year? Did you try really hard to make sure it stayed fun? Um, not. Well- Oh, go ahead. Well, actually, we didn't really pressure him with the basketball because he um he also played soccer coming up. Yeah, he played soccer. And then also when we sent him to high school, we didn't send him to high school looking for a good basketball team. We sent him for academics. Right. And so he was not, you know, recruited to go anywhere. And he, um yeah, we sent him um to play basketball. And what people didn't know, they think he just popped up. But when he had his first year varsity year when he he broke did you break a, a, a bone in your hand or i, a, I fractured my own, he, he, my finger yes he, he fractures his finger like the first game was out for the whole year because he was in a cast oh and what year was that that was the, was your sophomore year it was sophomore or freshman year. Yeah, no because it was his sophomore year because uh, so for jordan for you when did basketball go from just something that you enjoyed doing to being something where you realized I'm really getting pretty good at this and wow I might I might be able to use this to get a scholarship in college it, it, or or even before that just when did it become more serious for you So so basketball got serious to the point I think it was like 
my junior spring. So so basically like like basically like it was when I first joined Mass Rivals. Like so I, I had a friend named Jack Anderson who goes to the school. And Jack Anderson like played for Ri- Mass Rivals and like I never really like had like a really like an AAU team before Mass Rivals. Right. I mean like I was a part of this pl- this program called Project Pride, but like we like ne- like, like never really had the money to go travel. So like we just practice a lot, you know. It was like it wasn't really nothing crazy. But I just do it for fun. And I, I joined Mass Rivals for fun. Like Jack gave me the opportunity to go to one of the tryouts. And I I just thought it would be a fun idea just to, you know, go play with play some basketball. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I went. And then and then Vin, the head coach, was like, like, like you're really good. And I'm like, me? And like, he's like, yeah, you. And like I was like, okay. And then like I guess the rest is just history. And so like he just like he's guiding me. Uh, as I play, you know, uh, in the Adidas Go Gauntlet, and he just told me what to do, and I did it. You know, I, I just worked hard, and then like, I, th- I think it was like when I first got like my first like, my first offer, like from U and H, mm-hmm. and then like like Vin told me it was like Jordan, like there's like so much more that's coming, like, you know, like you're like a great kid, this and that, this and that, and like he was just praising me, and like that's when I actually thought from there, I was like, okay, like. You know, this is something. You know what I mean? Like, basketball isn't really like, 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 something that I can't just, you know, just do for fun. Like, this is like a job for me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did so. that did that change how you worked at it? Did you start putting in more hours in the gym? Did you start refining how you practiced? Um. Yes, it did. Uh, cause like I would like like go to the gym and play basketball for fun. You know what I mean? Like, I I would do drills for fun also. But, like, I would go to the gym and, like, play, like, a whole lot of pickup, you know, go over there and shoot around, nothing serious. But, like, like ever since then, like, like my, every time I go to the gym, like, I walk into, like, the AFC or, like, the AFC is, like, the building, like, the athletic building in our uh, campus. Got it. Every time I walk into the AFC, like, I have a plan. Like, I have something to do so I can get better. So, like, every time I walk into the gym, it's like, okay, today I'm a drool. And then after that, I'm a shoot. And, like, everything's been more, like, you know specifically to focus on like one thing so I can get better at that thing. So. And who, where are you getting those plans from? Is that something you're creating for yourself or is your coach, uh, is it Vinny that's your coach, Coach Vinny on Mass Rivals? Um, It's kind of something that I kind of created for myself, like okay. just to like, you know, organize it. And, you know, because like you can't really like do everything like every day, you know what I mean? Right. So I just try to like focus like each day on like some, like, some specific like uh. So, like, for example, on, like, today, like, today's, today's Friday, right? Thursday. Thursday? Well, I'm crazy. I'm sorry. Today's <laughs> hey, you're so on like, school break. That's how yeah. it works. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, if I was back at St. Paul's and I had the um, the AFC to, at my disposal, Thursday, like, I would do some cardio, then some abs, and then I would go upstairs and do some dribbling. And then, you know, maybe, like, I'll come back later with, with, with a buddy and shoot on a shooting machine. That's probably, like, a Thursday day. So you'd already alluded to this in terms of watching and studying Michael Jordan a little bit. Are you already yeah. at the place where you're you're watching pros, maybe some college players, and really like having your own film study sessions? So then, when you you go to the gym, you have new ideas on what you want to work on. Yeah, yeah, I actually do. I actually like watching Paul George a lot. Oh, Paul George is my favorite player. Yeah, I, I like watching Paul George a lot. And, and, like, I like watching him, you know, just, just operate and, like, because, like, he's, like, he's just, like, like smooth at it. I, I don't know, like, it's just, I don't know, like, what it's about his game, but, like, 
like scoring, like like his way of scoring, like looks like something that I could like put into my game. And so I watch his uh, his highlights a lot, and I try to like work it into practices uh, when I'm in the court by myself. So yeah, it's, it's you know, a little bittersweet as a Pacers fan to hear somebody all excited <laughs> about Paul George, but I get it. But one thing everybody loves about Paul George as much uh, as as what you just spoke of is stuff on the defensive end. Are are you somebody already taking that into the court seriously? Because you know, you know, next year, Coach Miller, he's he kind of likes defense. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I've said this before, but like, I'm like a defense first person. Like, mm. like, like defense is like something that like something that like I like you know take really seriously and take a lot of pride in. And like, like I don't I, I know to say it, but like when I'm on defense, like there's like this thing that I do, where like I like ball my fists up and like I get like 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 really hype. And you know like defense becomes like you know like some like at like another level. You know what I mean like. I just love playing defense. I just love playing defense because, like, locking somebody down and shutting them down is the best feeling in the world. Just, so. just so you guys know, that sound that you hear right now is the sound of all of Hoosier Nation falling in love with you. That's what's happening. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hoosier Nation drooling. Yeah, either one. Because... But th- this is where we have to thank Don, Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. Clearly, you yeah. have raised this young yeah. man correctly. Don, how, now what kind yes, of defensive drills I, are I, you putting this kid through? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I I don't I I really try not to, you know, coach him by giving my advice because that can be too much. Right. Literally. I mean, there's times where I have to actually leave the game and go sit outside. <laughs> I, Dawn, it's true. I Don. I don't know if you've met India Franklin yet. Armand Franklin's mom. Have you met her? No, I have not. Okay, she we interviewed Armand and India a year ago before Armand came to Indiana, and we fell in love with India and Armand during that conversation as well, just like we are with you guys. And I think you and India sitting next to each other are going to have to help each other. I think you're going to have to just like check each other. I think you both are very passionate people, and you'll just you'll. This is what Indiana is all about. This is what Hoosier family is about. You lean on each other, you check each other, and uh, you, we just you tell you each just, other when to walk out of Assembly Hall yeah, and you tell, walk around the block. You tell each other, no, no, you cannot go on the court right now. That would be inappropriate. You can't do that. But uh, but we do love the defensive minded stuff first. So, Jordan, and listen, oh, yeah. Eric, I'm yeah. sorry, I have to. My husband just came in. Jose. And he always says yes. My husband was a star in his country, Dominican Republic. Nice. Um, actually, they've written quite a few articles about Jordan over there, and um, yeah, he was a he was a basketball star. They called him Caral. Oh, uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's a um, it's Caral is a a bird. Um, he played for he played for the Navy. Oh over wow. There. Yeah, and he was really good. He's, you know, he's still well known um, for his uh, basketball proudness. <laughs> Very nice. Um, uh, is Jose there? Can Jose say hi to us? Yeah, he just came in. Here, here he is. It's Eric. It's a podcast. Hey, Eric, how you doing? How are you, and Jose? And Roll. How you doing, guys? Hey, it's We're great. Great to to meet you over the phone. Yes, yes. So we got to ask you because you we know your wife was a basketball star, but obviously you are Corral, so you are the st- the star here. What kind of player are we getting in Jordan? What kind of player is he? Well, I mean, Jordan, I'm in the old school for the fundamental. I believe in the fundamental. If you do your job in the floor, everything 
come out to you. Yes. I saw him have fun, play hard, and um, you know they they, they got a they got a players, they got movement that they have to anticipate if he got the right position and and have fun. That's what I've been telling my son, and that's good sport to be in in competition. Yes. Okay. So let me get this straight. We've got a mom who's a defensive-minded star who played Division One basketball. We've got a professional star from the Dominican Republic who believes in fundamentals and having fun. Uh, Ward and I are going to take a flight, and we're going to risk coronavirus, and we're going to move in with you guys because we love you. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, you just clear out, and you know what? I don't know if you've got bunk beds or room in Jordan's room, but clear some space. Yes, yes, and we cook good too. All yes, right. Oh yeah. We'll bring food. We just bought yes, a lot do. of yes, pasta. Nice too. I've got the best cigar. Oh. Yes. You wait, wait. Are you a cigar smoker? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly. Kind of sort of. I, I am a huge cigar smoker. That's my thing. Yes, yeah, oh, okay. my friends. All my, I used to play, I used to be playing with Jose Rijo, Raul Mondesi, all the baseball players yes. in my hometown. And every time I go there, I I hang out with them, and they used to say, me, "Jose, you look good with cigar." They they introduced me with cigar, mm-hmm. and nowadays I'm being started smoking cigar. Yes. But, uh, By the way, a great Dominican cigar, Arturo Fuente. Do you know that? Cigar? I was the best, Arturo Fuente. There yeah, you go, yeah. Opus X, yes. Arturo Fuente. Yeah, yeah, the best. So, so flash forward to Bloomington, Indiana, next year, and I have a feeling we're going to be standing outside Assembly Hall smoking cigars with Jose. Yes, it's got to end on. Don's got to smoke one too. Yes. Don, you got to smoke okay, a cigar. Okay, with okay. Jordan, okay. you have to wait till your playing days are over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get back to Jordan for a second. So, Jordan, yeah. yeah. You're taking basketball more seriously now, your your junior year. But still having fun. Still having fun. But how weird is it for you to go from kind of just going through the motions of playing basketball for fun and then all of a sudden tell us what it was like when, like your coach said from Mass Rivals, it wasn't just UNH offering you a scholarship. Now you've got Boston College after you, Indiana after you. Big schools are coming yeah. after you. How did that happen, and what was it like for you personally to get that kind of attention from these major schools? Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, to be honest, like, it, it was all un- unreal. Like, it was crazy. Like, I used to be, like, one of those kids who were, like, you know, stay up, like, all night and watch, you know, all the top high school players, you know, ball out and get all these offers on YouTube. And, like, I always thought one day, like, damn, it would be cool if I was if I was one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. it was all coming through, and like, like, and it all happened so fast. You know, it was just crazy. I mean, like, like yeah. Continue. Oh no! Please keep going. Oh, and like, all I was gonna say, I was like, it's, it's just a blessing at the end of the day, you know, to have this, you know, this like natural ability to like, you know, like my my, my arms, my wingspan is crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm a tall human being, uh, kind of for for the basketball. <laughs> basketball you know universe and um and just like god being this, this, this really competitive motor you know and uh it has helped me you know go throughout you know my career my basketball career and it, you know it's just nice jordan nice how, how tall are you uh, right now i'm six six and, and do the you, wingspan yeah what's your wingspan like seven feet Oh boy! Like like, like seven feet, seven one. That's seven what they call one. length. Seven one, seven one. By the way, by the way, I just got to share this. This is how bored we were last night at my house. Yeah, last night we watched the Indiana beat Nebraska, which was fun. But then we were yeah. just like screwing around, having fun. And so Ward 
and me and his wife were hanging out, and I'm like, I think Ward said, let's measure our wingspans. It's because my, my, <laughs> wife, my wife's 5'4", but she, she's got legs. She's got a length. She's got real length. She's got, what, a 5'8", uh, 5'7", five 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 seven length. Yeah. So we measured our wingspan. <laughs> Ward, I think, is a plus one. No, I two? was like plus two. Yeah. I'm plus about a half or half to a one. You are plus yeah. six inches on your wingspan. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. All right, yeah. now wait, wait, wait. What's your vertical leap? My vertical, I've never tested it. I'm not sure. All right. Okay, well, okay. there did come a point in your life, and we do like to ask this of, of many players, where for the first time ever, your vertical leap – and your really long arms allowed you to dunk a basketball. When was it, and how did it feel? Because Eric and I never have and never will <laughs> dunk a basketball. It's actually funny you say that because, like, like my brother, so when I was younger, like, my brother would always, like, try to, like, lower the rim and dunk the basketball and stuff. And, like, I was never, like, like really, like, a big fan of dunking. Like, it was weird, like, you know, like, I was always like uh, saying, "Oh yeah, a dunk is, is only two points. The same thing as a layup, you know this and as that." But like when I got my first dunk, like I, I was really excited. So my first dunk was like the end of my freshman year, and I was like, like six feet, like six feet, six foot one, okay. about. Mm-hmm. And like, it, like it was crazy. Like, like it was weird because like I never really tried it. You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't really care about it that much. And then so like like one day after like you know working out or like just playing pickup, I was like you know what let me try to dunk you know let's see how it is, and then I just go up to like first try ever try to dunk I just dunk it, and then like you know I was like whoa oh my god going crazy going crazy, and then yeah I come my father come my mother I was like yeah I dunked the ball, <laughs> yeah so your first time you ever tried to dunk you dunked the basketball. Yeah. Yeah, you're yep. a freak. That's what that's called. It's called being a freak. Uh, Wait, can, I assume Jose can dunk the basketball, too. Yeah, he could. Mm-hmm. Now, would you play one-on-one games with Jose or with Don? I do. I, I do play one-on-one you games. You still with play with him. Who wins? Oh, uh, with my brother? I mean, like, it's kind of weird. No, no, oh, I'm no. talking about your dad. <laughs> your dad. I'm talking about oh, your my dad. dad. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, he used to play, like, so, like, we used to play, like, a lot when he was younger. Like, so it would be, like, me and, like, my dad versus, like, my sister and my mom, something like that. Nice. And, like, my dad, like, was always, like, really crafty. Like, you know, he always be on, like, my team. Cause, yeah, because you know, he's the crown. What's up. Yeah, so, so, like, he was always crafty with, like, the passes, and, like, he just, like, like knew what to do. Like, it was really weird because, you know, he's my dad. But like, but then again, like, he's like a really smart player, and, and did, plus he has like long arms like me because you know I got it from him. So. And did you kind of? It's hard to test. Did yeah? you? I, I like this idea that you were not like enamored by dunking the basketball, but really yeah. respected the fact that your dad was this crafty, wise basketball player because so much of the game is mental. Did you find yourself yeah. kind of taking little things from him on on how he played the game and those craftiness uh, yeah. areas? Yeah, I have. That's good. Like, one of the things that I remember, like, uh, him teaching me was, like, dribbling with a purpose. Like, like not, like, just staying, just, like, standing at one spot and just dribbling. Because, like, that's something that I used to do a lot. Like, just, like, dribble at one spot, just, you know, do nothing. But he taught me how to, like, dribble, like, dribble, like to get somewhere to find a better angle for a pass. Or, like, dribble somewhere to, like, distract somebody so I can free open this lane, something like that. 
And also he taught me how to shoot, you know, with like my form and stuff. So took the risk, well, all that stuff. Yeah. Now with where your game's at now and you're going into uh, the off season. And of course you'll be in Bloomington uh, by the summer, I assume. What, yeah. what do you really want to focus in on between now and next season when you start off with the Hoosiers? Where do you feel you can grow the most over the next few months before, before the, the next season gets rolling for you? Um, well, yeah, like, uh, obviously, like, I'm wanting to get my body right, you know, get stronger, you know, with, with uh, Coach Coach Marshall's workout plan. I, I just get bigger and you get, you know, more more fit. But also, I see myself, like, just getting, like, like a better, like, I don't know how to say it, like, better feel of the game. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, with, with Mass Bible, was, like, I was always, like, a spot-up shooter and, like, you know, one dribble drive kind of guy, but, like, I've been like working on like by myself, you know, like uh, like like putting a ball on the floor and kind of working off ball screens. And I I see myself like being like really effective off a of ball screen with the ball on the floor, and not just being the screener like I always used to be, but like you know the ball handler. And so I see myself uh, excelling in that when I go to Indiana. So tell us the first time that Indiana University got in touch with you. Who was it that made the first contact? And uh, just tell us what it fe- what did you know about Indiana before that, and uh, and just tell us about that first interaction. Um. So the first person to contact me was Coach Flint, and like <laughs> it's kind of funny how it happened. So like I was at the hotel. We was in California, and uh, for for a tournament, and I got a text from 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 an unsaved number, and like I was like, hey, and, like it was like, hey, this is Coach Flint from Indiana. Uh, we saw you play this and that, this and that, this and that. And the end of the paragraph was like, "Yeah, we want to offer you a scholarship, like one, like one full text." And I was like, "Whoa, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> yeah!" <laughs> like it just happened like that. I was like, oh, "Goodness!" I mean, like I've, I've always knew what Indiana was because you know it's Indiana. You know, like everyone knows what Indiana basketball is if you're like a basketball fan. Right. Like your mom and, told but, you it was the best basketball school ever, right? Yeah, much better than North Carolina. <laughs> right, mom? Is that true? Yeah. Much yeah. better. <laughs> but, uh, Crickets but yeah. from Dawn. Yeah, where Dawn left us. <laughs> Dawn went away. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, like when I got that, that, that text, like, it was already something that I was going to consider off the rip. So, yeah, I, I was just really surprised, honestly. And Me then, too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Mom, for you, and if, if Jose is there also, what was it like for you? Did, did you know, because you've kind of, You've played high-end basketball, both of you, in various places. Uh, Don, you played Division One college basketball at the highest levels. Did you know that Jordan was this good to get this kind of interest and were surprised he wasn't at that point? Or was it a surprise to you when that interest came in as well? Well, I've always felt that he was talented, but he was in a position that we put him in, and that was to succeed academically. Right, <laughs> and we were really fortunate that he was able to play on the AAU team because that exposed him. But to be honest, he he was offered close to thirty or more scholarships, and we did visit a few schools. Um, when he wanted to go to Indiana, to be honest, I was that was not my first choice. Okay, and that's only because of the distance. Right, sure. only because of the location. I mean, the people. We went to visit. The, they were lovely. I, you know, I love the coach, Coach Flint. You know, we joke around. You know, the program and everything else. And so, but I had to let him make his own choice because he has to live that out. 
and um, Jordan, for me, I, you know, he really liked the fact that this is where basketball started. This is where, you know, this is where I need to be. I can, you know, I feel, I feel like I can excel there. And the fans, he was, you know, he was really excited about that. And he's so committed. And I was, I'm saying to myself, please, let's go somewhere else and look too. I mean. <laughs> Boston <laughs> I, College I, is right here. <laughs> yeah, but also Penn State really, you know, really liked him, you know. A lot of the other schools really liked him. West Virginia really loved him, and I, and he really wanted Indiana, and I just felt like it was too far. And so once he says, this is where I, mommy, I, I really want to go there, and I figured, I said, my mother let me go to North Carolina. I was, I'm from New York, and she let me visit Auburn, Alabama, and other places, and so I had to let him, you know, control, you know, where he wanted to go. And that's where he wanted to go. And so we support him 100%. And so we all Hoosiers now. How about yeah, that? Yeah, like that. So, Hoosiers. So, Jordan, uh, from your yeah. perspective, um, take us through the official visit to Bloomington, who you interacted with, how they took you around. And do you remember the moment where you said, this is it, this is where I'm going? Yeah, so like... Uh, so we went to, so I'm sorry, my memory is kind of like messed up because it was like a long time ago. Not mine. <laughs> it's not that so, long ago, Jordan. My God, I'm 42. There's things that are a lot longer ago than your <laughs> visit six months ago. <laughs> but yeah, so basically what happened was, um, we landed, Coach Flint came, picked us up, and we went to the hotel and like, uh. The Graduate? Yeah, yeah, they went to the Graduate Hotel. Oh, yes. And so, um, so we went there. Sorry, I'm trying to jump thinking. And so we went there and like, we saw like, uh, like, like the basketball carpets and like, you know, like it was like a basketball yeah, the hotel chandelier. Was, the hotel was awesome. Yeah, yes, hotel yes, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was crazy, we agree. Crazy Grand basketball. Hotel. And like, and then, so I remember, so we left and then, uh, you know, so let me just fast forward to the point where I knew Indiana was like where I wanted to go. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm just chatting right now. So basically, um, it was like the last day there. It was on Archie Miller's house. So me, my mom, and my dad was sitting in his basement and we was watching like uh yeah. some some film they put together of me and like what he sees me doing. And like he just gave me this whole like, like feel like how he's he he he's gonna use me and develop me and uh you know like when to get me to the next level and like he just sold it for me, like, you know. Uh he's like he's somebody that I trust. The staff is somebody that I trust. Even though he went to North Carolina State. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Don had something to get over there. That's true. And, and, yeah. and, and is that something when he was showing you, you know, looking at your film, talking about specifics of your game and how he wants to use you at Indiana? Yeah. Was, was that a lot of stuff you were like, yeah, he gets it. This is what I'm thinking, too. Or was he actually suggesting stuff and pointing you in the direction that your game could grow in ways you hadn't even considered? Mainly the, uh, the second one, but but both kind of, but mainly, mainly, the, mainly the second one, because like he just like showed me like like things that I could do. And like he he told me things that I uh, that I, I kind of like want to see here. So like he can propel me to the next level. You know what I mean? Like like ultimately at the end of the day, like, you know, fingers crossed. I'm trying, I'm trying to make it to the NBA. You know what I mean? Right. And so he just like told me like these things and, and all the stuff that 
I could do and be good at under his supervision to help me get to the, you know that to make to make me fulfill that dream. So I just I like that. I, I trust that. So. Now, did you get to meet some of the other players who will be your future teammates? Um, I haven't met them in person, but uh, I uh, actually like I kind of did like in in the gauntlet. I played, oh, okay. well, played in the elite, and, and like. I have to talk smack, you know. We won that game. Like <laughs> nice, talk it, man. talk it. But yeah, but yeah, uh, we played Indian Elite, and like that's all the recruits there. I think is that that's Christian, Trey, and Anthony, right? Yeah, right. Yep. Was yeah. That, was that out in LA? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm pretty sure. It was. Yeah, um, and that's when I met them in person. But like, so so me, uh, so me, Trey, and Anthony are all a part of like some Snapchat group chat and we just like check on checking on each other from like here and there from like to see how things are going. But other than that, you know, do you want to, yeah. do you want to include us in that group chat? You want to put us in there <laughs> just to, just to keep things on track, you know, just to, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the answer should be no, you don't want you involved in it. That's the answer. Uh, uh, so you, you get wait, to Bloomington. Wait, quick question, Eric. Do you have Snapchat? I do have Snapchat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got Snapchat. I've got the app. I have. You don't used have it. Snapchat. I've got it. I don't. You don't use know it. how to use it. Correct. <laughs> I'll, I'll filter up like you wouldn't believe. Oh wow. Okay. Is that what they say, Jordan? Do people say filter up? Um. No. no not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so. They lay out for you from a basketball sense what, what your basketball life is going to be. What did you think of just, uh, obviously, the hotel is impressive. The Graduate really is an incredible hotel. It's new. It's only been there for a couple of years. But what was your yeah. take on just Bloomington, the campus? Have you, you had seen a couple mm-hmm. other colleges, I think, before then. But what was your yeah. take on Bloomington and IU overall? Evolve! Oh, oh my God. there we go. Tell us about yeah, my, this. Tell us. Talk about Evolve. Tell us about it. Tell us about the so people don't know. Evolve is an apartment complex that is right uh, near the stadium and assembly hall, right on the corner. Used to be like yeah. around where Dunhill Apartments used to be. By the way, for those back in the day where I lived when I was there, uh, and behind the Quickie Mart. Yes, uh, that's which there. is still there. Still there. But tell us about Evolve and and why is it important to you. Uh well first of all, Evolve is a crazy facility. Like, like it's like it, I'm speechless. Like even right. now, just talk, just thinking about it. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, like uh, so basically, like it's it's a great building. You know, like everything is like top notch. There's a pool. They've got a huge TV in front of the pool, which is you know even more crazy. Nice. You know, you know, there's like you know places to study and stuff. There's a sauna in there, which I didn't know like that could happen. <laughs> and like, and but but the best part was like is like right across the street from Assembly Hall, which you know, which is really convenient, so I can go in there and get get shots of it for one without having much trouble. Well, let's talk about Assembly Hall, aka the Carnegie Hall of basketball. What was it like the first time walking in there? I I, I mean, like even if you'd seen it on television, did you have any idea how ridiculous that place was until you walked out on the court? Oh, my goodness. So, so basically, I, I walked in, and then, like, I saw, like, uh, the, the statues they had and stuff, you know. Like, it was, like, pretty and nice. But then I saw through the windows, and, like, I saw how big the stadium was. Like, it was crazy, you know, how deep it was. And, like, and, like the seats just, just kept going up, and, like, there was no end to it. Like, there was, like... It was crazy, like so. I, I think it was me. Uh, so, so the, yeah, me, Archie Miller, and the coaches went downstairs with my parents, and then we like sat there, like in the center court, 
Nine I looked up and it was just like crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it kinda reminded me of Duke. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Why, why, why would you, you say that, Don? Yes, because Dawn. I have to say that because all the all, all the fans are in your face. Yeah, yeah, we right get there. in your face. But come on, Duke is like a little sandbox. We, <laughs> like literally the state of Indiana has 10 high school stadiums bigger than that dump. But their, fan, but their, fans, are on the, their fans are on the floor. Yeah, they're on the floor, yeah. but they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're from North Carolina. Yeah, you, you've got to at least agree with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're you're on Assembly Hall's floor. You look up, and what does that feel like, Jordan? Uh, it's like it was it was just crazy, and like I just like was able to like picture myself there, like standing there in the Indian uniform with the ball in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just saw myself there, like, you know, being happy, like doing what I do. What number? And, like, what number do you see yourself wearing? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yes, sir. Twenty-two. Now, you look down at one end of Assembly Hall and you see five banners. Jordan, yeah. are you the kind of guy who, when you look up there, you see six, maybe seven, eight? <laughs> um, I actually do like see myself, you know, like uh, visualize, like you know, uh, the sixth banner coming up. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not making any promises or anything, but like. <laughs> If I, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give my all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like every day I'm going to do my best. You know, try my hardest, and potentially, if you know, if a couple years, like I'm at the level like I need to be to get that banner, then we, then we gonna get that banner. You know what I mean? But uh, yes, but yeah. Real quick though, Jordan, do you know? And it's okay if you don't, because you are you are a new Hoosier, and you're gonna learn all about this over the course of time at Indiana. But do you know yeah. who Damon Bailey is? Have you heard I that? I do not. Name? So to to just put it in perspective, in about the late eighties, was it mm-hmm. late late eighties? Yes. Uh, Bobby Knight, who obviously is the most legendary best coach that ever coached the game of basketball and coached Indiana <laughs> for twenty nine seasons and won three championships. Facts. Says the Hoosier. That's right. Says uh, us. Well, oh wait, well, well, wait a minute, Don. And Don, Don, who's better, Dean Smith? Stop he... throwing all that red on my Carolina blue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don, we're gonna work on you. It's, it's early. It's early. We all have to improve our game. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Wow, Dean. <laughs> Dean Smith did oh, yeah, great yeah, yeah. winning two championships with people like Michael Jordan. I could have won with <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, in the late 80s, there was this kid sensation playing high school basketball in a city in Indiana known as Bedford, Indiana. It's and not known as that. That's its name. That's its name, <laughs> yes. It was, and he became a sensation because he was so good. His name was Damon Bailey. And Bobby Knight at the time was quoted as saying that Damon Bailey at that time in eighth grade would start on the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team. So he, he committed to Indiana. He won the state national the, the state title in, in the state of Indiana, which I'm sure you understand high school basketball in Indiana is everything. And, yeah. and they won the state championship. He was a legend. 
a legend coming into Indiana. He had an incredible four-year career. He started almost from the beginning and started all four years that he was there. He did everything. Yeah. He he was like six foot three, but could play center if they needed him to. He shot Jeez, threes. He posted up. He was your dad and mom would both love him because he was fundamentally sound. He did everything the right way. He was number twenty-two. Damon Bailey. Oh. So you have got a huge legacy. There's been a lot of other great <laughs> 22s also. But I'm just telling you, that's a blessed number and a good one for you to wear. Uh, and, and, and just getting to know you over the last hour or so, I can tell you're going to wear that with respect. And you're going to get to know the history of Damon yep. Bailey. And it's going to make you work all the more harder to, to live up to the, the responsibility of wearing a number like that at Indiana University. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. No, all right. No pressure. No problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, all right. So let's go. You do the official visit. You and your mind know how much you love Indiana at this point. How does it work when you actually commit to Indiana? How does that work? Do you do you have Archie Miller's phone number and call him? Do you have Bruiser Flint's phone number? Like, tell us how it works when you're ready to actually make the commitment and what that was like. Yeah. So so basically, what happened was like. I was, like, ready to commit, like, as soon as I, like, left campus. You know what I mean? Like, like I was ready to commit. And then, so, basically, what happened was I, I texted, like, my, my, my AU coach because, like, I always go to him for advice, basketball advice and all that stuff. I texted him, and, like, he was, like, like whoa, that's kind of too fast. Like, just just sleep on it. And then, if you feel the same, call me back. I slept on it, and I felt the same, so I called him back. And then, so, he was, like, he's, like, all right, go ahead. And then, so... I, so I called my, my, my high school basketball coach. I told him, and then I told my mom and, like, and my dad, and it was all a go. And then I called Archie Miller, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to commit. And that was that. And how did Archie react when you told him? I, I, Archie was happy. Like, he was saying, you know, you know he's like, he, he, he's happy to see me, uh, you know, go to Indiana. And, you know, he wants to see me, see me grow over there and, you know, do better. And when you hung up the phone with him, so when you, yeah. you were on the phone, were you calling from your place that, like, you're in right now? Yeah, my house. I called from my right, house. So you called from your house. Are your parents around you when you made the call? Yep, they was. And then you hang up the phone. What happens? Is there a celebration? Like, tell us what happens. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. It's a celebration, but there's also a deep sigh of relief because there was a, a whole lot of schools recruiting and stuff. And, you know, to end it right there and, and go to a school that, that we're all happy with. What was a great feeling, so and, and yeah, we did hear a story that you went outside and were like running around your backyard screaming, you were so happy. Is that true? <laughs> uh, no <laughs> <laughs> I can't a hundred percent tell if you're being honest right now or if you're just. You you think that maybe it doesn't sound cool that you were running around yelling? Because I like I mean, the idea of you running around yelling. I, because, honestly, like it it sounds like something I would do. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it's not something I would do. But like, but right now, like I, I don't remember. Well, here's I, mean, I, I probably did. I don't know. I probably did. By the way, Jordan, it was so long ago. He doesn't remember. Yeah, so long ago. So many months ago. <laughs> By the way, Jordan, just so you know, the reason why I like it so much is because when I read the news that you had committed. I ran around screaming. That's that's what Indiana fans do. We were so, you know, we got to follow your story through really Jeff Rabjohns at Peegs.com. 
but and it did it did come kind of out of nowhere where some of these recruits yeah. you hear about for years yes. that all of a sudden there's this new Geronimo kid on the scene that everybody's stoked about and we're like wow could we could we maybe get get a hidden gem here and then the news breaks we did it happened so fast yeah i was really just talking about that last <laughs> that last yeah. few days like we knew you were on the official visit because pigs and you know indiana sites cover it and and then when it got reported that you committed, I first of all, I strongly recommend you never looking at a message board for Indiana ever. Don't worry about social media, none of that stuff. Although yeah. if you are going to do social media, follow us at Hoosier Hysterics and nobody else. But anyway, <laughs> but, but the message boards at Indiana when you committed blew up. People were so excited. We were clamoring for any video that existed of you on YouTube. We were dying for Rab Johns to tell us, you know, to interview your AAU coach, to tell us what kind of player you were. And everything we read about you made us love that you were coming to Indiana. And the thing we loved more than anything was how passionate you seemed to be about coming to Indiana. Because the one thing Indiana fans love more than anything is a player who loves being at Indiana. And that passion passion translated to us. So we were so excited. All right. So you commit. That's great. Celebration time. Yep. At what point does it go from celebration to then like Archie or Bruiser or Cliff reaching out and being like, all right, now here's what you got to work on for the next year. Um, probably like the, probably like the next day or two. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, like coach coach Marshall like hit me up and was like was talking about a workout plan and stuff and he put me on this workout plan that uh that I was doing that, that I'm doing now actually so that was that's something that I'm currently working on and uh I think uh I'm not sure who it was but I think it was coach Roberts nice I think it was yeah, Coach Mike Roberts, I think I think his name is, and uh, uh, we also call like, him Boss. Boss yeah, works. That's his boss. Name. Boss. All right. Yeah, and, and Boss came came to my school actually. Came to my school and like he like watched me work out and like gave me some drills to do and like some shooting drills and, and I've been doing that too. That's great. So like they gave me like a bunch of work to like you know to do and like, I've just I've been doing it so. Uh, do me a favor, because I think, like you said, Bruiser was really the first one from Indiana who reached out to you and formed any kind of relationship. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard for us, I think, as fans to really know. We obviously know Archie very well because he does all the press conferences. He does all the interviews. But the assistant coaches on any staff are so important. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about Bruiser that um, that you've gotten to know from building a relationship with him? What's he like? Yeah, Bruiser's like Bruiser's a, a a unique guy. Like he's like super he's super chill. You know, like I would like expect like 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 even from experience. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of like assistants, coach, like all like you know have like got against. My mom's over here telling me that he, that he's his go to guy. Yeah, you know, he's <laughs> right. my go to guy. Yeah, if I have a question, if I gotta say something. Anything I I text him, I get right at him, and he always responds. Can you He's give us cool. an example, Don, of like what kind of thing that might be? Not not giving us a specific, but what kind of thought pops into your head where you're like, I I should email or text Bruiser on that. Um, the last well, the last thing I um <laughs> text him about, I said, well, you know, I hate to you know, uh, to coach a coach, but this is what we need to do <laughs> with, with, with the team this season. I, I know, I know, and I, I used to coach. I coached my my kids' elementary school. I won the championship, 
<laughs> so <laughs> I do have an eye. Yes. Uh, and so I, um, yeah, I was telling them we got to get the ball inside more. I think, our, you know, all the guards, not just Indiana, all the guards get too much credit. We got to get it on the inside when we have talent and make that shot, that's, that high percentage shot, or have the, the possibility of, of our, our player getting fouled is just as good as somebody taking a brick three from the outside. So, Boy, jo- I, um, Jordan, you better not screw to- up at Indiana, man. <laughs> you, you better walk that line real straight and narrow, buddy. Yeah, I so I, I, but um, also, yeah, I, I text him about Jordan, about things that have to get done, the paperwork and stuff like that. And, you know, I also tell him, you know, you got to keep an eye on my son, you know, take care of my son. Yeah. You know, this is- Don, how much is it about, you know, we, I think, again, as fans, it's just it's pure basketball. We just want the best players that can help us win games. But you're his mom, and Jose is his dad, and, and, he, and it is far away. You know, he's moving far away. How much, how important was it for you to build a relationship, even in short time, to know that guys like Bruiser and Archie and Tom Ostrom and Mike Roberts would take care of your son, just on a personal level? Well, well I, I was in contact with a lot of coaches. Um, uh, Flint called me um, a lot. I talked to, to him more than I had talked to anyone else. Um, Flint also is a friend, a really good friend of my brother's. My brother, my brother played um, basketball. As a matter of fact, he was an excellent basketball player. He, he played for Mars Hill College in North Carolina. He was 6'7". Wow. And um, my brother also played professional in Belgium. And... Uh, People that Flint was involved with uh, coached my brother. Got it. Um, that he knew, and so um, yeah, just Flint has been, you know, my main contact. Now, and, oh, I I, w- I was going to say this. This is something Don you got to experience, but Jordan, we've seen some of these mixtapes, and we know both at <laughs> AAU events and and at least the most recent highlight tape we saw, the, the like the the gym you were playing at. Almost didn't yeah. have stands, right? So, like, yeah. have have you ever been in like a rocking environment where you have even a couple of thousand people cheering you on, or or is that going to be a really new experience when you go into some place like Assembly Hall or exactly like Assembly Hall, and you have thousands of people pouring their energy into you? Is it, I mean, I. To me, that seems uh, an untapped potential in your game when you actually yeah. have that much noise. Yeah, I've never played in front, in front of a, car, a crowd that had like more than like five hundred people. Like, like so, like all of my high school like uh, games, like go have like a handful of like at, at most fifty kids. Like, and like me, like I feed off the crowd, so I feel like going to assembly hall and playing play in front of all those people. It's gonna make me even like you know more hype and like even a better player and like it just bring out the best in me. You know what I mean? Do you? So I'm just excited to have that experience. I feel like you might accidentally jump over the backboard during your first game because you're gonna get so juiced. <laughs> I might, I might, I just might. Uh, Jordan, do you um yeah. do you watch a lot of Indiana games? Did you get a chance to watch a lot of games this yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I watched like a handful. Yeah. What's it like watching the team? 
that you're going to play for next year where you're going to play with a lot of those guys on the court? Do you like try to take notes? Are you trying, are you trying to just enjoy it and root for them as fan as a fan, or are you trying to learn something? Um, I kind of like, I try to learn some stuff. Like I have a good, like just about like their offenses and like what like their kind of motion is. And like, I just have a, a good idea of how they play. And like, I just I try to take that in so like when I get there like I have some kind of you know preconceived notion of what to do you know what I mean? Well, and and I assume this was a part of the recruitment and the conversations you've had with the coaches. Have they yeah. told you you know I guess more specifically on the offensive end what your role is going to be, what they want it to be, yeah. um, and, and can you share that with us? Um. So when I went to the official visit, um, Coach Miller, Archie Miller, told me um. He sees me like uh, being like a spot up shooter, catch and shoot three guy, and uh, he sees me playing like, like like a lot of defense, being on the court for defense, and um, and probably like rebounding the ball, and those are like the uh, the, the, the three major ones that he told me. And that's but, how um, how he he can see you if you want to get on the court next year. Obviously, defense is job number one. Clearly, we can yeah. use outside shooting. Uh, rebounding has been a, a strength this season, which we need to continue. And, yeah. and so is that kind of like, all right, that's that's how you come into this program. But then, of course, as time goes on, round out the whole game so you can be the yeah. the All American we want you and you expect to be. I'm sure, right? It's 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 yeah, about yeah. developing the whole game eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So listen. You've got the passion, your defense first, you like fundamentals, you've been brought up by two people who love the game. You're way mm-hmm. too perfect so far. So Don <laughs> or Jose, give us something that's annoying about this kid. Come on. He's an 18-year-old kid. Are you 18 or 17? I'm 18. Are right, you're 18? There's got to be something annoying about him. Don, give us something. Something that annoys me. Yes. About me. About him, let me see. Nothing, nothing. No, come on, there's got to be <laughs> something, man. I got three kids. They all annoy the mm. hell out of me. <laughs> ah, I don't, he is my baby. I don't know. Oh, this is so oh, sweet. God. He's too I know, perfect. right? All right, well, while you think about that, we'll come back to it. I want to get to know yeah. Jordan a little bit what off you the <laughs> basketball. What'd you say? Um, no, my, I thought my husband said yeah, something. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, oh. My husband said he's annoying. He, he, he won't take out the trash. You know, he's got to take out the trash. You know? <laughs> All right, that's good. So I want to get to know Jordan a little bit off the court. Jordan, are you a movie guy? Do you go see movies? Yeah, well, I watch movies what? on Netflix, kind of, but like, I don't really go out like that. But give, yeah. us, give us your favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time? Speed Racer. Sorry. Ooh, Sorry. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That, you are the As one. A kid, yeah, as a kid, that movie blew my mind, really? and it still does to this day. Wow! All right, Speed Racer. We have that's a that's an interesting one. Okay, uh, TV, TV shows. Yeah, favorite TV show of all time, Vampire Diaries. Nice CW, right? Is that yeah. a CW? Yeah, that's yeah. A okay. CW show. All right, what about music? What are you into on the music scene? Uh, I'm the biggest fan of Travis Scott. There is really okay. Yeah, okay. Travis Scott. Uh, oh. favorite basketball player right now? Paul George. Paul George. Oh, Paul George. Yep. Okay, uh, if you could play any other sport right now besides basketball, what would it be? Volleyball. Mm, wow. Do you like beach volleyball or indoor volleyball? Indoor volleyball, because beach volleyball is too hot. Too hot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this, this is where maybe we can help point you in the right direction when you get to Bloomington. Yep. W- what's your favorite food? What do you like to eat the most? 
Favorite food? <sighs> I mean, like, my dad's Dominican, and so I, I grew up, like, eating a lot of Spanish food. I, I love Spanish food. Well, well we can't okay. help you yeah, at Bloomington. <laughs> If you said pizza, we could have. Yeah. We, we, we were really hoping you said pizza or steak. Yeah. One of those two things we could really help you I with. I mean, oh, steak. Yeah, steak. I'm, oh, I'm a big fan of steak. Wait, did they, when you went on your visit, did they take you to Little Zagreb's Steakhouse? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but we went to this place where we where they had some, where they, we got some steak, and it was like the best steak I've had in my life. Oh, if it, it, it's it got to be Little Zagreb's. Got to be. Did they take you to Buffalo's? I don't think so. That's where you're going to be going for your wings. It is good, good stuff. Ooh, I love wings. I forgot about wings. And oh, you can get yeah. a little bit of the the, the 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 Caribbean spice in there with a couple of the different recipes. Uh, okay, okay. Jordan, what's the deal? You got a girlfriend? <laughs> nah, nah, I don't. All right, good, man. No <laughs> girlfriends. No girlfriends. We need you focused on basketball and academics. Copy, I got you. I got All right, you. What, what are you going to major in? Um... I, so like when I uh, applied online and like it, it told me like like what to click and I I, I put real estate. I mean like I'm not hundred percent, but yeah. Cool, that's interesting. What is yeah. your biggest pet peeve? What annoys you more than anything in the world? My biggest pet peeve. My parents do this all the time. So they ask for your opinion for something, like like for example, be like Jordan, what you want to eat, and you give your opinion. But then they're like, no, we're doing this. And he gives you some other opinion. Like, and like, why, why even ask me in the first place? <laughs> My parents do it all the time. All right. Uh, Ward, you got some here? Uh, no. Favorite color. I What's would, your favorite yes. color? Favorite color? Uh, construction green. Construction, construction green. green. I don't yeah. know what that or, is. Or yellow. Or yellow. I'm going to have uh, to Google uh, image construction green. Yeah. Uh, Paul George is your favorite basketball player. Do you have a favorite NBA team? Uh, Chicago Bulls. Okay. E- even still. Mm. Even still. Yep. Wow. I mean, that is brutal, man. Yes. That is brutal. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, coming out of of Newark, you know, after the Nets left, there's, there's, you know, you're a free agent. But clearly, when you're named Jordan, yeah, you got to root for the you, Bulls. You, you got to have some loyalty hey, there. Hey, Don. Yeah, I, I, I am, got it. Don, I am curious. When you named your son and Jose, when you named him Jordan Geronimo. <laughs> Did you realize that you were setting an incredible bar for him to when, live up to? When you named me George Romo, did you realize you set an incredible high bar? Um, no, I did not. I was just trying to name one of my two. I said, I got to have a Jordan, too. You know? <laughs> I was just trying to name one of my kids Jordan. I didn't realize this was going to be the basketball player. Don, if you went out and shot 100 free throws and Jordan shot 100 free throws, who wins that competition? Of course I would. Oh, <laughs> my God. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Come on, Jordan, you have to be honest, Jordan. All my kids' life, all, all three of my kids, me, we played while they were in elementary school. Me and my husband, we played with our kids. We have a basketball court in our backyard. Yeah. And none, nobody has outshoot me, no matter what type of shooting drill we did. Come on, Jordan, be honest, Jordan. All right, all right. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I, I've, I've never been in a game of horse before. Mama, mama. Wow. She's been, I mean, what about- I mean, but like, that was in the past, but. Today's different. What, so, about, what about your dad? What about your dad? My who dad? By best out of 100 free throws. I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. That's a question. What's your my dad. What was your free throw percentage this season? Like, I, I think it was like 
like around seventy, like 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 seventy two, something like that. All right, let's get Somehow that up. Let's on. get that up to eighty. Yeah. Let's get that up to eighty, right? Jose and Don, can we get that free throw percentage up to eighty? <laughs> yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah. yeah. We get, I get I get mad at miss free throws. Yes. yes. When I play basketball, my coach say the free throw very important. If you lose the game for three points, are you miss five? Free throw, you lose the game. Exactly. It's very important, the free throw. I told Jordan. Also, you have to let people pay. If they hit you, if they hit you foul, so you got free throw, you're supposed to make the shot. No question about it. You have to make it. Well, well, and Jose, as you, you guys probably all know at this point, if you've been watching some Indiana basketball this season, the Big Ten, they call it tackle football basketball. So is that even something you're, you know, maybe going to w- work on in the off season is, is maybe get Jose and Don out there with some padding and just kind of <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I already got my padding. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. Well, let me ask you this, Jordan, you're about, yeah. when, when are you going to move to Bloomington in June? Uh, pr- probably. Yeah. All right. Do you have any – look, both Ward and I, between the two of us, we've got eight years of living in Bloomington, Indiana. We go back all the time. Is there yeah. any question you have about Indiana University or Bloomington that we could answer for you? <laughs> my, my mom told me to ask, where did they get the Spanish food? Oh, boy. Yeah, in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. We'll bring some from Los Angeles. Here's, How about that? Actually, <laughs> yeah. Either that or or ask Jose to send you with a care package from Dominican Republic. Yeah, his father will travel with rice and beans. There you go. <laughs> we've taken it to you. We've taken we've taken some to University of Virginia from my daughter. <laughs> I don't want to get too personal here, but I once traveled with rice and beans to Bloomington, and it and that story ended up with me having to run to the bathroom at Assembly Hall, and I ran into the female bathroom. Oh! <laughs> By the way. By the way, gotta get you. By the way, I didn't realize it till it was way too late. <laughs> All right, we don't need to get into that. We don't need to get into that. Let, let, he hasn't gotten on campus yet, Eric. Don't scare him away with how crazy Indiana fans I think, are. I think. I think with all the pressure we put on him about Indiana, he might decommit. No, no, no. no. That's, that's not possible. Good. I like good, that. Good answer, Jordan. We love you more than we should already. It's kind of kind of weird. Don and Jose, I'm not kidding. If you hear a knock on the door in about six hours, it's us arriving at your front door. Uh, Well, come on, well come on, and and let me tell you, if you hear within six hours, let me know how you got here because I need to be able to travel to Indiana in six hours instead of fifteen. Oh, oh well, yeah, you can't drive it. It's going to have to be a plane. Uh, Yeah, but but we are so excited to have your passion. And your family part of Hoosier Nation, just this last hour, has just given us a little taste of what your personality is, what kind of kid you are, and most importantly, what kind of family you come from. And, uh, and we, as Indiana fans, love welcoming people into the family that want to be there, that understand what it means to be there, and bring their own passion and personality to it. We want to see that emotion play out. Because uh, we love Indiana, and we love to see that from the people that have chosen to be part of the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hoosier hysterics. Hoosier hysterics.
that was fun. I love them all. Yeah, they're awesome. Just I mean, a good family. We didn't get to meet the two other kids, but I have a feeling they're good people. Well, too. we kind of met Jose Jr. Uh, he, he, he was screamed uh, it, uh, <laughs> screamed something at some point. Yeah, just fun, man. I mean, they're kids. Well, and, and because more, more than anything, the initial impression we got through the wonderful reporting of Jeff Rabjohns was this kid who's just super stoked to be going to IU. And 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 that was the first impression that I have carried with me. And then there it was. We heard it not just from him, but from his parents. And I do, I want to like, I want to hang out with them. I know, just such emotion, such uh, authenticity. Um, but but and no, the, the joy, affected. the fun. And what yeah. we've been talking about a lot lately is... Sports is supposed to be fun. Yes, we care and we get upset when things don't go our way on the court. But at the end of the day, and what's going on in the world right now, it is a game. You know, and and to be able for them, even though they're clearly bringing him up to be a basketball player with with the right mindset yeah. and skill set. smart one. But that there's joy infused into all yeah, of that. If this stuff isn't fun, what are we doing? Right? Like, of course we get upset because you get upset because you know how fun it can be. Mm-hmm. And so when they lose, it prevents you from having fun. But somewhere along the line, when we go from a kid who's watching Michael Jordan clips on YouTube or back in our day, you know, watching old uh, television shows where they show clips of old basketball players, somewhere along the way it goes from that to you know anger and stress and angst and blame and fighting and finger pointing and trying to be right instead of just enjoying what's happening and and I get that the argument is part of the fun we do that too but man you listen to that kid talk and and what I It was like him, somebody gave him the script of like Jordan you're going to do this podcast and you want to get all the Indiana fans on your side. So tell them this is w- what's important to you in the game of basketball. Yet totally not scripted. No, no, that's like just, who it he just is. emanates from. But he's him. like, well, like when I'm playing defense and my my my, my fist fists, clench. I, oh, like what? Yeah. <laughs> but I what I got from him more than anything that was so refreshing that you don't get from someone like even a Trace when we interviewed Trace who was an awesome kid and was incredible. Or even like Joey was different because Joey had played Division One. Even Armand. All great kids, but they have been in the system for a while. Do you and, know what I mean? Like yes. They, and they, they played high-end AAU ball, all of them, for years. Born and raised in the great state of Indiana. Fair enough, yes. And, and went to basketball schools for the most part, where athletics are so important. And knew what it meant for scholarship offers, AAU ball, Peach Gym, all that stuff. He was, Jordan was sheltered from. So what you get from him is kind of this like unvarnished, unaffected kid. And that's, I just kept feeling like, well, this kid is young and in a very good way, in just an innocent, fun way. So when when Indiana came calling, he's like, oh my, of course I'm going to consider it. It's like the reaction you think as an Indiana fan, every kid should have. But the kids that kind of come up in the system, it's very methodical. It's more businesslike. Not for Jordan. It was emotion and passion, and this is just what I feel like. And he didn't have that baggage of just kind of the institutionalized nature of recruiting. Now, he kind of got to stay away from 
because his parents sent him to a school for academics. <laughs> I mean, it is the perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect recruit for us. And and let's not forget, mom didn't want him to go there. Right. You know, and and for for him to feel what it's all about in short order and and look and that's far away from home for him too now he's he's already been off at a school you know he he's he's been a little bit away from home so i'm sure that helps but to go at that age on your own and know in your heart this is my place these are my coaches i think it just speaks to the fact that that he is an indiana kid and he didn't even know it till he got there but once he did he's like yeah these are my people this is my place and you know, I think once we have so many Indiana kids in the program now and and two, hopefully three others coming in with him next year. But as we've said to so many of these guys who have come on who aren't from Indiana, but have embodied everything IU is all about. Jordan's going to have plenty of time to learn about the fanaticism from birth through death in the state of Indiana with the game of basketball, but he's already got what it takes to be an Indiana basketball player. Yeah, to be an Indiana kid. I totally agree. Uh, and clearly, he has such a tight relationship with his parents and obviously his mother, he's the baby. And for an 18-year-old kid to be able to know that he wants to go somewhere that his mom does not want, is not her first choice because of the distance, but be empowered by his mother and father to still make that decision and to feel empowered to go against what he thinks their first choice would be speaks volumes of what kind of parents they are, speaks volumes of what Indiana meant to this kid and how it hit him, speaks volumes of how Bruiser and Mike Roberts and Archie and Tom Ostrom and Bill Comar uh, and Derek Elston, who was there involved, the impression that they made on him. It just speaks volumes for all of them. And uh, I just cannot wait to see this kid put on the candy stripes and play basketball. Well, and I think of the parents... Uh, of the other recruits. Now, we, we haven't had the pleasure of getting to know the Galloways like we have the Leals. Right. But the Leals are a good time. They're a good time. And and then you factor in India and a couple of these other parents we've got to know. And you just love the idea of this bigger family surrounding this team. And now when we're talking about all Indiana basketball players going all the way back, feeling so much more back into the fold, comfortable with being back in and around the program. This this family that is so much more than basketball. It's centered on basketball. It's all come together because of basketball. But it's it's something that you feel really good that this kid's just going to have a great experience for the next, you know, hopefully four years. But he's so... Honestly, hopefully not. He's so, I know that I sound stupid to say, but honestly, I hope the kid develops I, so much. I'm saying a villain over four years. Yeah. Go. Look, give, us, give me, give drop me three us a, and a title, and I'm fine. That's fine. Okay? That's fine. At, at any but point... But you hope these kids, like, fulfill their dreams, and Indiana helps lead them to that, because in the future, that'll only be good for Indiana. Of course. You know, he... I, I, but to your point about the family thing, and I give Crean credit for this at the first several years. He used to talk about, you don't just recruit kids you recruit families and you think about those great indiana teams that we have the holes the holes family the, the zellers the zellers the watfords i mean like you had great families and and i'm we're not naming all of them but the oladipo family like you had great families surrounding that 
program at the time and that team. And it's all important. It is all important. All of it matters. And what fun it was to just kind of have this kind of loose conversation with a family that it clearly likes to have a good time. Joyful. Joyful people, a joyful conversation. And I think a lot of joy is headed to Indiana University. No kidding. And by the way, I mean, what are they doing in that family? And how the hell can we get some of it? No. One kid's in Virginia, like one of the best public schools in the country. The genetics are stacked against our children. <laughs> yeah, but it's more than genetics with them, clearly. It's how they raise them. I mean, the fact that you have a professional basketball player in the Dominican Republic who clearly has made a name for himself in basketball, a Division One athlete who played female, you know, women's basketball, who clearly did extremely well. And the focus for them, for their baby, who clearly is gifted physically, is not to think of basketball first. It's to think of academics. And the basketball will come if it does. If it does, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, you just think about the trajectory that this kid is on. He hasn't taken it seriously for five years. What's going to happen? I mean, the, the, the line chart that this kid could be on, if he puts in the work... If luck is on his side, because you need a little bit of that, too. I mean, just it seems like the the ceiling for this kid is so high. And I know that's what Rabbi and Peegs and like the guys who have covered him have said. But it's also so important because we, we all have heard about and, and seen some highlight tape evidence of the incredible potential here. But this is where we talk about patience. Yes. You know, and that yes. w with young guys and there's so many other teams, uh, pl I'm sorry, players on the team and factors going on that it's one of those things where it's like, it, it, it's, it's called potential and possibility, not like this is a finished product showing up in town and, you know, whether it takes several games, a season, a couple seasons to start seeing where that ceiling really might be. Let's just enjoy that journey rather than like start to judge things in the second exhibition game as we are apt to do. Yeah, spoiler alert. He's going to screw up. Right? He's going to make a terrible pass. He's going to shoot a ball that should never have been shot. The guy that he's guarding is going to go by him. He's not going to help on defense when he should. He's not going to understand the principles of the pack line. He's going to look bad at times. So what? Like, yeah, it's going to be frustrating when it happens. Armand Franklin has had moments where he has looked like an All-American this year, and he has had moments where he looks like he's a freshman who's never played basketball before. And you know what? I love the kid, and I can't wait to watch him continue to play because that's what this is. There's, there's like two Zion Williamsons, you know, or – there's one Zion Williamson, but there's a handful of kids who do yeah. that. I was like, who's the other one? Has, <laughs> Let's it, get him. has he committed yet? <laughs> Let's get him. I mean, there's a handful of kids every year that come into college basketball and just impact the game immediately. But most often it doesn't happen. Trace is having what should have been, by all intents and purposes, the Big Ten freshman of the year. Okay, he finished second, I guess. Yeah, the Cockburn. But it also, by the way, but on the second thing, it, it makes no sense. It's pronounced Cockburn. Cockburn. What's this Coburn? No, what they Cockburn. can think they can ignore the if C it was and the C -O -C -H, K? I would give them Coburn. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. Cockburn. I agree. It's the funniest name in Division One basketball, and they've completely. It is the opposite. Kofi Cockburn is the opposite of Jordan Geronimo. <laughs> That's right. When it comes to names, <laughs> it is the polar opposite. But my point on Trace is that's a kid who made third team All Big Ten. By the way, he made third team All Big Ten. Kofi Cockburn made honorable mention all big time. It, it was just nonsense. It was okay. all nonsense. So 
but he made third team all Big Ten. He had games where he was terrible. Trace had games where he was terrible. That's what freshmen do. He's yep. got to learn. He's got to play. There's, By the way, there's five guys on the other team that are trying to prevent you from doing something. Mm -hmm. And they're coached by a pretty good coach most of the time, too. So let's just – the joy will be, like you said, watching this kid develop. He keeps his head screwed on straight, which I have no doubt because of his family and what he comes from, because of our staff and, and the way they're going to keep him developing and on the right path and keep supporting him. Watching him grow is going to be fun. <laughs> we got another episode for you next week. Follow us, as always, on Twitter, at Hoosier Hysterics. For the hysterics, no E, no I, but, but the, the sometimes, sometimes Y. Uh, there's no college basketball happening these days, so please check out our podcast every Tuesday morning. And also, check out the archives. We've got about 60 interviews over the last year plus that are all worthwhile walking down memory lane, and uh, connecting with Indiana, especially when you got no games to watch. And if you run through all of that, just give us a call. We'll just talk. You want to give them your number? Uh, yeah. <laughs> From the halls of assembly, you'll hear us scream and shout. Our love of Indiana is manic and devout. Archie and his boys, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Warren and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.